Hey, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. What is up, my built of you friend, and welcome back to this episode. I was deciding what I wanted to talk about in today's episode, and then I started to dive through some DMs and just some conversations that I've been having, both in coaching calls recently and, like I said, in the DMs over on Instagram, which, if we're not connected there, come hang out with your girl at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore. And If you've been here for any amount of time, which if this is your first episode, hi, hello, I'm so excited to meet you. I'm your new nurse BFF, tough love Mick, and I'm so excited that you're here. But if you're a longtime listener or somebody who's been around in my community for a hot minute, you know that career development has kind of become my jam. And here's why. There are so many women in this community who are in transition phases, who are meeting some resistance, and maybe I'm talking to you. Maybe you're somebody who you're like, okay, I am feeling a little bit uncomfortable in my current situation, whether it's my relationships, your work, your life, whatever it might be, your health. And you know that there has to be something that changes in order for you to keep making forward progress in order for you to scratch that itch, not even scratch that itch, but full body fuck yes and body, I'm creating and living a life that I'm obsessed with every single day. And I want you to know that you are so incredibly worthy and capable of exactly that. But I've been having a lot of conversations specifically around careers, whether you're a nurse, you work in corporate America, you're kind of just like side hustling your way through life. Um, There's this resistance. There's this give and take when it comes to your job. And I think there's a couple of misconceptions that I want to debunk today. And then I want to give you about four things that I say about, because you know me, sometimes I talk a little bit more than I plan, but I have four just like tips um, for you to really deeply consider before making a job transition or a career transition. And I want to start before we dive into that by debunking one thing that I hear a lot. Well, I just want to find my purpose in my career. Sister, your primary source of income, the primary way that you pay your bills and you make money does not have to be your sole purpose. It does not have to be your mainstream of purpose or fulfillment. And people get that twisted all the time. They get work, play, pleasure, and purpose all mixed up. And here's the truth is that you might have a job that right now it pays the bills. It gives you a financial security net to feel safe, to not have to stress the hell out of yourself, wondering where the next paycheck is going to come from or how you're going to pay your bills this month. But it provides you that sense of safety and security and certainty. And my friend, there is nothing wrong with that. And In that same breath, that job that you're currently in that is your primary source of income also might not be the thing that is your primary stream of purpose and fulfillment, meaning that there's probably something else in your life that is actually filling your soul. Maybe you don't know it yet, or maybe you haven't discovered or explored it yet. That's okay. That's not what we're talking about today, but we're talking about the intentionality behind 
making a pivot and these in-between stages that I think a lot of people forget to talk about, right? You see people making the transitions and making the pivots and doing it so seamlessly, doing it so effortlessly. And they're like, you're looking at them, you're like, what kind of cracker are you on? Because this is so stressful to me. I spend hours and hours scrolling Indeed and job boards and following all these remote nursing accounts and you know following all these career development gurus trying to figure out how to do it myself. And I don't think you realize the power of mindset and how it impacts your job search, no matter the field. Come at me. I don't care. Tell me it's woo-woo-y. I don't care. But the power of your mind and manifestation and really putting out into the universe what it is that you're calling in, what it is that you're looking for, and then showing up as if you already have it. And I don't mean that in like a you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't mean that in a way of like ignorance is bliss. I mean it in a way of intentionally channeling your energy into a space and into a mindset and into words and thoughts and beliefs that actually currently support the season that you're in, that gives you evidence that you can find that job, that you can fill that void. And so often I see this nurses and, you know, corporate Americans, corporate Americans, people who work in corporate America are scrolling job boards endlessly, exhausting yourself, getting so damn frustrated that you can't find the thing, the one that check marks all of the boxes. And you keep scrolling and scrolling, hoping the dream job pops out and you keep hitting the quick apply, quick apply, quick apply, quick apply with no intentionality, with no strategy, with no structure. And guess what? It's not how it works. It's not how it works. So these are the things that I was talking about. I want to give you just four tangibles to really hone in on, to really sit down and get intentional with as you're in this transition phase of you're like, okay, I have this thing. It gives me some like a financial security net, but it's not my main purpose or my mainstream of purpose. And I'm looking for something more. I'm looking for something different. You just might not yet know what that looks like. And this is the purpose. And this is why I'm so passionate about career development and career by design, because It is a real thing. I will say it until I'm blue in the face. You never have to settle for a career that check marks the boxes for forever, for a long period of time. Then you might be in a transition period where it's working, it's your bridge, it's your bridge over to the other side, but it's not your forever. And knowing that is really, really important. But where I see a lot, before we dive into the four things, where I see a lot of people getting stuck is inaction because they keep telling themselves it's not forever, but then you get six months, a year, five years, 10 years, oof, 15 years, oof, 20 years, oof, down the road. And you're like, damn, I said this wasn't forever, but here I am still miserable. So you're listening to this podcast. So you have this new awareness. I'm planting this new seed in your brain that inaction is the thing that is going to suck your soul. Sitting here, telling yourself, trying to justify all the reasons why, well, it's okay. It's not my forever. I'll leave eventually. If you were to call Mick, call me, call Mick a year from now, what would you say? And this is a question I ask my coaching clients a lot, especially coaching clients that I'm on a free call with who are, you know, just trying to figure out what it's like to be in my world. I'm like, 
If you were to stay in the exact position that you are right now with the same habits, the same attitude, the same beliefs, the same mindset, the same paycheck, the same job, the same colleagues, the same how, the same everything, not a single thing about you has changed because you're stuck in this analysis paralysis of inaction. If you called me a year from now, what would you say? And usually their face goes completely clean slate and they just look at me and they're like, oh shit, you're right. Inaction is the one thing that is going to keep you exactly where you are until your final day here. And you're listening to a personal growth podcast, so I know you don't want that. But the four things that I want to talk about in this in-between phase, in this transition, as you are looking for that next thing, come home to yourself. Are you laying the foundation of you? Meaning, do you really get yourself at a deep level, not just like a superficial level? I don't care what your favorite color is and what your favorite chocolate is. Those things are great. But what are your deepest desires? How do you want to show up in this world? How are you taking care of your mind, body, and soul? How are you making money? How are you spending money? What do your relationships look like? What kind of conversations are you having? What kind of people are you going to dinner with and going on coffee shop dates with? You know, how are you moving your body? What is the foundation of you? And I say this all the time. The external changes are never going to change the internal misalignment, which is why before you make any transition, you have to come home to yourself. You have to allow yourself to get to know you at a deep, deep level. That requires things like going to therapy, maybe engaging in some Reiki sessions or some acupuncture or some holistic healing modalities. It looks like journaling. It looks like understanding what makes you tick, you know, unlearning pre-programmed beliefs, spending time understanding how your pre-programmed conscious beliefs are now, or your your subconscious beliefs are now, you know, bleeding into your current present day self. How family trauma and generational trauma impacts the career choice that you made, all of the things. So before you ever even think about making a change, figure out how to come home to yourself. Figure out how to honor your true deepest desires and accept and see your full self, not just the parts of you that you think other people want or you think other people need, but the version of you that you need, the version of you who is honest and accepting. That's where the magic happens is laying the foundation of coming home to you. And a lot of times people come into my coaching container because they want to make a career change. And so we're on that initial call and we're figuring out, you know, what is it like to work with each other? Do we vibe? That's something that's really important to me that energetically we're a match and that I know that I can support you in what it is that you're working towards. And a lot of women will come to me and say, well, I just went out of my job. I'm so miserable. And it's like, okay, well, like, what do you, like, what's the foundation of you? What do you look like without the identity attached to your career? What do you love to do when you're not at work? How do you take care of yourself? How are you doing? You steward your energy. What do your relationships look like? What is your sex life like, right? Like I was on a call the other day and I told her that I was like, we go from everything to like sex and relationships to like your health and well-being to your career, to your sleep, to your nutrition, because all of that is all encompassing. You are one giant ecosystem and you have to learn how to live in alignment with that ecosystem. So. Do you have so much noise and neglect 
going on around you that you're just trying to survive the days. Mm -mm, Sister, that is not the vibe anymore. Second thing, growing a network. Your next job, your next pivot isn't on Indeed. It's not on a remote nursing job board. Start speaking up about what you do want to the connections in the network that you already have or the one that you're going to go out after this episode and find. What are you looking for? Who knows the person who knows the person who knows the person that has the match for you? And that's the power of networking. And that is why step one, laying the foundation of coming home to yourself and gaining clarity on what it is that you do want is so damn important because you can't start, I mean, you can, you can start having those conversations now, but the more clarity that you get in what it is that you're looking for, the more impactful and groundbreaking those conversations and that process of growing a network is going to be. So what does growing a network look like? Think about who do you talk to every single day? Are they in your direct profession? Do they have significant others or family members or friends or community members who are doing what you want to do? Or do that? Do, does their circle have a circle that does what you want to do? Yes, absolutely. Yes. There are millions of billions of trillions of people in this world. And there is somebody out there who has the next connection for you to get your foot in the door somewhere else. And I say this all the time. You never know what somebody can help you with. See everybody as an opportunity. See every conversation as an opportunity to expand your network. And your network is your net worth. The more people that you have in your corner, where people even like, they don't have to be like your bestie that you chat on IG every day. This could be a stranger that you are on the bus with or on the elevator with. Like we have gotten so head down, giving ourselves chronic neck pain from scrolling on our phones that we forget there's living people around us every single day who have the golden ticket to the life you really crave, to the life you really desire. And so this is your reminder to start speaking up and putting out into the world what it is that you're looking for. And maybe you don't know exactly what it is. Maybe you're just telling somebody like, yeah, this is my position. Let's use a nurse, for example. Yeah, I'm a nurse. I work at the inpatient as a, like in the hospital right now, but I find myself finding a lot of joy in doing education for cardiac patients, specifically heart failure. I really like educating on lifestyle changes for them. And maybe that person's like, oh my God, my so-and-so sister-in-law is the cardiac educator on XYZ outpatient unit, but she's actually in like a remote hybrid role. I bet you should be a really good resource for you. You never know the power of just saying who you are, what you do and what you're looking for. And somebody's going to have the connection. I promise you. And the third thing is, being intentional. Don't just throw shit at a door. Don't just throw shit at a door or a job opening and hope it works. Why are you applying? Why are you hitting quick apply? Does it actually align with you, your values, your skill set, and what you want? Or are you just trying to get a quick dopamine hit of what it could be? Because guess what? If you don't actually understand what it is that you're looking for, nothing's going to stick. The universe is going to be like, this girl is cray cray. She is quick applying to every single job she sees. And she hasn't updated her resume once. She hasn't updated her cover letter once. So who does she think she is? And this is where we tend to get lost in the noise of not being intentional by just 
throwing ourselves at whatever job opportunities that open as a very haphazard exit plan is people can sense that energy. They know. They know that people are trying to get out of bedside nursing. They know that a lot of nurses are feeling the wear and tear of their current position. They know that there is a lot of trending TikToks and reels on remote job positions, aka why there is a, a massive increase in influx in those remote positions. But you know what I've seen happen? Nurses get that remote position and they're miserable. They actually hate staying at home all day. They actually hate they don't have actual face-to-face interaction with coworkers and patients. And so this is why I say that it's so incredibly important to come home to yourself and to understand your core values, your core skill sets, what it is that you're actually looking for before just applying to something. Because that external change is not going to change that internal environment. Take a drink every time I say that. No, please don't. But seriously, I will live, breathe, and die by that. The fourth thing, quit settling. That's it. That's the message. Your job like I said, or your primary source of income does not have to be your mainstream of fulfillment. Maybe for now, that full-time thing is keeping you afloat financially. That's still an intention. You're still being intentional with where you're currently at while you build out something else or while you work on coming home to yourself to figure out what it is that you really want. And you're working on growing your network and finding that intentionality in the job search. The grass isn't always greener on the other side, or in this case, a new job. It's green where you water it. So if you are vicariously searching for an exit plan, what are you doing to water your current season or your current position? What are you doing to take ownership of where you're currently at? External changes don't fix internal misalignment. Drink again. Never forget that. (laughs) I say drink again like I'm like a big drinker. I'm not. But it just makes me giggle. So anyways... I hope that this episode reminded you that this season of life that you're in, it might be a transition. You might just be filling a little bit of gray space while you're figuring it out. But the quickest way to kick yourself while you're already down is in action. To sit here and kick your feet at the ground and pause at the job boards and swear to Mick because she's telling you things that you don't understand. I love you. I'm rooting for you. And know that this current season of your life is not your forever, but it will be if you don't do anything to change it. It will be if you don't do anything to take ownership of it. So my friend, remember, the grass isn't always greener on the other side or in this situation or this scenario. The grass isn't always greener in the next career transition or the next job or the next pivot. It's green where you water it. And I believe wholeheartedly That starts with laying the foundation of coming home to yourself, fully seeing, understanding, exploring, and accepting who you are at your core. And that's where the magic happens. But if you haven't yet, it would mean so much to me if you could just take a minute to scroll down, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, scroll down and leave the podcast a review. It takes five seconds. Give it five stars. Write what you love about it. Write where you're listening to it. Write what you resonated with. The reviews and the ratings are what helps this podcast grow organically. And your girl Mick is on a serious mission to make a massive impact in this world. And I wouldn't be able to do it without you. So until next time, chat soon. 
before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.